0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Anxiety and Phobia Workbook. Before we start, have you ever asked the question, do I feel anxious today? You might think that the answer is so obvious that it may as well be considered a fact of life. Who doesn't experience anxiety in modern society? One should remember that anxiety appears at different levels of intensity. Also, anxiety comes to us in various forms which can be as pervasive as air. Have you ever been in a workplace situation like the following? Whenever you are faced with a new task given by your superiors, even if you have done all the preparatory work and should therefore be confident, you find yourself feeling nervous as you prepare to present your project. On the day of the meeting, as soon as you picture giving your presentation to your superiors and colleagues, you have symptoms of sweating, rapid heartbeat, and the inability to even speak in complete sentences. If you felt this way once or twice, it might just mean that you were nervous. But if you're in a similar situation every time or you even want to quit your job because of this uncontrollable anxiety, then you may be suffering from social phobia which is one form of an anxiety disorder. Nowadays, anxiety disorders are a common mental condition. There are many types of anxiety disorders, including social phobia which is universal, panic disorder in which one feels short of breath or even smothered for seemingly no reason, agoraphobia in which one feels scared and helpless in crowded public places such as department stores, and obsessive-compulsive disorder in which one may wash one's hands repeatedly to avoid contamination. In the book The Anxiety and Phobia Workbook, the author elaborated on the causes and different types of anxiety disorders. He also covered ways to deal with them, with the aim of helping us fully understand anxiety and get rid of it as soon as possible. Celebrating 30 years as a classic in its field, this book ranks first among the 100 best-selling books on anxiety treatment in the world. It has sold over 1 million copies and has helped millions of readers around the world. Born, the author of this book graduated from the University of Chicago. He is a doctor of psychology specializing in the treatment of anxiety disorders and related issues. As a leading psychologist in the study of anxiety disorders, he once served as the director of the Anxiety and Treatment Center in San Jose and Santa Rosa, California. In this book, The Anxiety and Phobia Workbook, he details various techniques for coping with anxiety disorders and brings hope to those who suffer from anxiety disorders around the world. If you or your friends and relatives are suffering from anxiety disorders, you can come with us as we dive into this classic book on treating anxiety disorders. Next, we will introduce the three key sections of this book. Part 1, About Anxiety Disorders Part 2, Causes of Anxiety Disorders Part 3, Getting Rid of Anxiety Disorders First, let's look at Part 1 about anxiety disorders. To better deal with the negative effects of anxiety disorders, we need to understand what they are. Anxiety can sometimes appear as very similar to fear, both of which cause us to feel a great deal of pressure. But they are entirely different. When you are afraid— your fear is directed towards a concrete object or situation. Whereas when you experience anxiety, you often can't specify what you're anxious about, nor can you find a specific trigger, because the focus of anxiety is more internal than external. You may be anxious about losing control of a certain situation or worry that something bad will happen for no reason. For example, a middle school student is particularly concerned about his academic performance. He gets a good score on every test. But as the year progresses, the student finds it harder to get a high score on the exams, while at the same time his desire for a high score gets stronger. So he wallows in deep anxiety every day, and he constantly studies in preparation for the final exam. He starts to feel nervous and irritable. He looks forward to the exams, but as the date approaches, he gets uneasy. This situation is a typical example of anxiety. But fear is different. The exam goes smoothly at the beginning and it seems as though the student knows the answer to almost every question. The student knows that after he completes the remaining questions he can hand in his paper. However, when he is confronted with the last question, he finds it so difficult that he feels caught off guard and can't work it out. He is dumbfounded and nervous. He starts to sweat and release large amounts of adrenaline. This student showed a deep fear of this question possibly with a bit of hostility. Many emotions trouble us and it is important to have a comprehensive understanding of them. In a world where anxiety is widespread, not all feelings of anxiety can be called anxiety disorders. If your anxiety appears intermittently over a short period and doesn't interfere with your life, this feeling can only be described as anxiety instead of an anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders are distinguished from everyday anxiety in that they involve anxiety that is more intense, lasts longer, and leads to phobias that interfere with your life. Many anxiety disorders are common in daily life. They are known as panic disorders, agoraphobia, social phobia, and phobias in a specific situation such as animal phobias, acrophobia, and elevator phobia. Next, let's look at each of these anxiety disorders. Let's start with a panic disorder. A diagnosis of panic disorder is made if you have had two or more panic attacks, and at least one of these attacks has been followed by one month or more of persistent concern about having another panic attack, or worry about the possible implications of having another panic attack. For example, Luna emerged as a finalist in a modeling contest. The champion would become the spokesperson for a well-known international brand, a prize which Luna found very desirable. One part of the final round involved shooting a commercial for a brand of lipstick. While the shoot was happening, she suddenly felt a tightness in her chest and began to sweat all over. The photographer asked her if she had a history of hypoglycemia, but Luna couldn't say anything and was eventually taken to the hospital. Luna soon recovered and the doctors diagnosed her with a panic attack caused by overwhelming mental stress. Another example is that after the 9-11 terrorist attacks, many Americans developed an airplane phobia, a fear that the plane will inevitably crash. When flying, they may feel extremely terrified and anxious. Some 9-11 survivors suffer from an elevator phobia because they were trapped in an elevator for a long time before they were eventually rescued. After that, they became extremely worried about being trapped again whenever they took an elevator. Another type of anxiety disorder is generalized anxiety disorder, which is characterized by chronic anxiety that persists for at least six months. It typically manifests itself when the patient has a variety of concerns, such as health, finances, or relationships. Those worries are uncontrollable and can consume a lot of time and energy. What's more, the intensity and frequency of the worry are always out of proportion to the actual likelihood of the feared events happening, which seriously affects the patient's normal life. In a group of people suffering from generalized anxiety disorder, women account for a larger proportion. The third type of anxiety disorder is obsessive-compulsive disorder, OCD, which is manifested as behaviors or rituals that you perform to dispel the anxiety that accompanies obsessive thinking. The most common symptom is repeatedly washing your hands to reduce anxiety about being contaminated, or repeatedly checking if doors and windows are locked properly to dispel obsessions about being robbed. Many people may suffer to varying degrees from obsessive-compulsive disorder but when the compulsive behavior interferes with a person's social or occupational functioning, intervention is required. The fourth anxiety disorder is post-traumatic stress disorder, which is essentially the development of disabling psychological symptoms following a traumatic event. It usually occurs in people who have experienced severe trauma. These traumas can bring them intense fear and feelings of helplessness. This mental disorder can cause significant distress, interfering with social, vocational, and other important areas of your life. If you have PTSD, you tend to be anxious and depressed all the time. Soldiers who have experienced war or victims of rape generally have severe PTSD. That concludes our first part. To summarize, anxiety is not the same as fear, and not all anxiety can be called an anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders are distinguished from non-clinical anxiety in that they involve anxiety that is more intense, lasts longer, and leads to phobias that interfere with your life. We also learned about several anxiety disorders that are common in daily life. They are panic disorders, generalized anxiety disorder, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and post-traumatic stress disorder. They invariably have a severe impact on a person's ability to live a healthy life. Now that we understand what anxiety disorders are, let's go over their causes. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.